Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double breasted black blazer from a new to me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for, but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to About Progress, a podcast devoted to ordinary people who are striving to improve themselves, overcome obstacles, and make something special of their lives, all while maintaining a healthy balance. In short, people who know life is about progress, not perfection. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our 50th episode. So exciting, and I credit it all to you guys. I really do. This really makes me so thrilled to see how far we've come and makes me very excited for where we are headed as a community. And I don't know, I just really hope that this episode is fun for you. It's going to be much more relaxed in tone. Right now I'm even recording with my kids around with my little 10-year-old special special helper who was awesome. And so this is the Q&A episode. I had put that out there and you guys sent me your questions that you wanted me to answer. But I have to admit, as I was about to record, I was really feeling insecure about it because it's so much about me. And um, not that I'm uncomfortable with sharing things, like I would never share something I'm not comfortable with, but it's just a lot of information and it went for a long time, even though I'd hoped to only record for a half an hour. So just know that if this one isn't for you, it's okay. We'll be back to our regular schedule next Wednesday. Before we launch into it, I want to tell you about who is helping me with this episode. It's my lovely sister-in-law, Emily. She is incredible. I want to interview her to be on the show herself because she has just an amazing story. But she's also been a huge, huge support to me for the podcast. She's listened to like every episode and given me so many ideas of people to have on. She was super kind to record this really late at night for her and like almost till midnight. So I want to thank her very much for doing that with me. And let's just go on to the episode now. And I hope you like it. And if you don't, that's okay. But if you make it to the end, you better let me know so I can give you a virtual high five. Yeah, let's start. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, Monica, how did you start your podcast and why? Oh, I already feel stupid. Okay. <laughs> 
So why? Uh, I, I don't know. Like some people have asked me that and it was just, I started with the blog first about progress, you know, and that was something I had basically ruminated on for like eight years. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I had a clear vision of what I wanted to do there. And then I just was listening to podcast. I mean, I've been listening to them for years, but um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just came in my head as we were driving from a long road trip, you know, and I yeah. don't know. I had lots of time to think. So I was like, eh, this feels right. Like I want to start a podcast. So it just came in. And then the how like that took months, you know, honestly, I just had to yeah. research the heck out of that thing. And and then that one alone could take a long time to answer. So I'll just tell people. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the middle of writing an e-course for it that is going to be super cheap because oh cool <laughs> i'm not gonna charge an arm and leg for that but it's hard like it was That's a awesome. ton of work and most of the things online are super outdated um oh so that took a while for me to figure it out and honestly though i just had to start like i had to just tell people this is what i'm doing it and then i had to let down an introductory episode um mm-hmm. and then that meant i had to keep going <laughs> right <laughs> you it know forced you to keep going yeah. Yeah. So why did you choose the podcast format over the blog, I guess? Yeah, I wasn't sure what that person meant. I wasn't sure if they meant, like, why did I choose to interview people more than just talk myself? Or, yeah, why did I choose to focus right. on the podcast? Maybe maybe that first one is or, um, just because it's kind of a new medium that I think is catching steam, and I really enjoy it. I really enjoy listening yeah, to podcasts. Sure. Yeah, and I also relate... Um, you know, I always wanted to be Oprah growing up, so this is my chance. You know, this yes. is my chance. Yeah. But this is it. This is it. So, but that, yeah, I like, I didn't want it to be just me talking, which is what this episode yeah. is. So, um, and I wanted to learn from well, other people. It's to have, yeah, it's true. And that actually goes on to your next question, which I've wondered a lot about, is how do you find all of your guests? I find them through you, <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Honestly, like that's a huge part of it. People giving me recommendations, especially in the beginning. I interviewed more people that I knew personally, um, but uh-huh. then very quickly I, I tried to move into to de- just asking people that other people recommended or nominated, like people they know personally and they wanted to nominate, or just people they love to follow that they thought would be good. And yeah, so that it just uh, quickly turn into reaching out to people blindly, which has always been a little hard for me, but right, necessary. So yeah. Did you ever get scared to approach someone you wanted to interview? Like every single time. I hate that I part. That is my least favorite part. Like I hate feeling like I'm bothering people. Right. Oh, but so do I. It's an end to the means, you know, and I try to do it in a way that's not pushy or weird, but I'm sure they can read that and think oh weirdo you know yeah oh I'm sure that yeah I'm sure you think that but I'm sure they don't (sighs) yeah how do you overcome it do you overcome it um I think it gets easier the more you do it for sure but what what's harder for me to overcome is feeling rejected when I don't hear back like I have yet to have a no actually no this week I did get my first no but it wasn't that like didn't bother me at all it, it bothers oh. me more to not hear from people. Yeah. For, for some sure. reason. That, I bet. Yeah. That feels more like a rejection. But Just I, say yes or no. Just respond. Yeah. I mean, I would appreciate that greatly. But then again, I get emails from crazies. <laughs> yeah. Um, how? Oh, do you have any dream guests? Um. Well, since I keep bringing up Oprah, I mean, obviously, but I think I'd probably like my pants and faint. That would be so, amazing. No kidding. <laughs> I, no, I like couldn't do it. I'm sure I couldn't do it. So I think um, another dream guest, like I think J.K. Rowling, you know, Harry Potter. Oh, that'd be cool. Because yeah. somehow she seems more um, relatable to the person she's being. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I could actually interview her maybe. But um, I don't know. That's, that a, that's awesome. a hard one. Honestly, I would probably just do anybody. Like I really... There's so many people I want to talk to. So both, yeah. both like um, public and not public. So I don't really know if I could nail that down. To choose one. Mm-mm. Okay. So if you had to pick one guest who impacted you the most and in the most positive way, who would it be? 
Yeah, this one is really hard because I was going to say that's hard to pick just one. Yeah, I mean, it really is like choosing a child to me because I've put I've put yeah. so much love into each person who's been on the show and so much time. Like each, I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe that's actually a whole other question. Like, how long does it take to do each episode? I mean, I'm I'm spending, I mean, probably around five to ten hours per person. Um, oh, if, if not my more, gosh. you know, I, I'm doing probably about 50, yeah. 20 hours a week on the podcast altogether, including, you know, researching people, reaching out to them, emailing, interviewing, editing, writing, actually oh. editing and like actually um, stop to finish is, you know, reaching out to people and all that. It's probably like five hours or more, five to 10 per mm. interview. So because I feel so invested and emotionally invested too, I, I, I don't, I honestly don't think I could pick one. I really don't. Yeah. And I truly mean that not because I'd want to not hurt people's feelings. Um, but right. I feel like each, each week I'm like, this one, this one was the this best one. Yeah, and then like three people listen to it, and I'm like, how do they not know this is the best one? And then the next yeah. week, like, I'm like, that one was great too. And then I don't know, like ten thousand people listen to that one. And I'm like, oh well, that one was amazing, but I thought last week's was amazing too. Right, right. So, so with all the time you put in, how far out do you have to record? Um, in the beginning, I was I recorded maybe four or five in advance. Um, like a month in Whoa. advance, you know? Um, and yeah. then, well, I mean like the very, very beginning. And after that, I mean, I, I was like by the skin of my teeth getting episodes out. I mean, there were maybe two that I recorded the night before. Um, that's so stressful. Yeah. Those ones were stressful. Um, but now, now I'm, I'm really far in, in advance right now. Like now I'm starting to schedule into January. The, like I've recorded. Are you serious? Yeah, I've recorded enough to go into January now. Those are already You're recorded. You're amazing. Well, I don't know Holy why. Cow. I don't know why. Sometimes a lot of people say yes at the same time, so I just interview a lot mm-hmm. of people. But I feel bad for them; they have to wait so long. But it's actually good for me with the baby coming. I'm I'm hoping I can yeah. stack it so totally. I can. But I'm usually not ready. Like the episodes aren't ready to go until the day before. <laughs> like they're yeah. recorded, but they're <laughs> not edited. Time. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, maybe I should have asked this before, um, you know, on when it's hard to reach out to people, but what keeps you going when you want to give up? Yeah. you know, that definitely goes with when I don't hear back from people. That's one of the things that makes mm-hmm. me want to give up. Another thing is when the numbers suddenly are really low for what I think doesn't make sense. Um, especially because like I I feel that what people are saying is just so life-changing for me like I really want people Mm -hmm. to hear them I I want as many people can hear what these people are saying as possible so that does get me down I mean they shouldn't be in it for the numbers but um that's the hardest part for me is just not getting trapped in that emotional cycle of where the numbers are so um Mm -hmm. I don't know when I almost like gave it up during the first trimester and this pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Probably my friends and family, you know? Like, I I don't know. Yeah. Talked, I tried to talk to you. <laughs> I talked to, you know, other people in our family and my husband, too, and people just being like, just just keep going and see how you feel in a few months. And, and, and then a few months later, I'm really glad I didn't give up. So I think I'll probably just hold yeah. on to that the next time I feel that way. Totally. Um, what are some things you've learned about yourself since your first episode? Um, I mean, that's another thing. I feel like I learned something so new each time. I mean, I talked to someone last night about her journey with like eating disorders. I'm like, man, I thought I knew all this mm-hmm. stuff because I went right. through it. And yet she said so many things that made light bulbs go off in my head about myself. Uh-huh. Um, so that's hard to nail down too, but I would say, you know, even just technically, I think I've, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to be like negative, but I think I've learned a lot of weaknesses in myself that I still want to work on, but not in right. a way that drags me down. It makes me actually feel, um, like inspired to work on them. So totally. I actually have found that. Yeah. With a ton of your podcast. Oh my heavens. Yes. 
Not that like, makes oh, me so happy. Oh, good. Like, wow, I could really work on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like discouraging. It's encouraging, I think. And I've had to re-listen to a couple too. I'm like, that was really good. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy, Emily. Yeah, that's the whole yeah. point. Um, so yeah. In that'd... fact, that parent. Now you don't need to put this in there, obviously. No, do. Uh, but like Say the it. last parenting one. Yes, I can't remember. Ralphie. I can't remember. Yes, and Dan and I were just talking. I, I was like, "We, you have to listen to this podcast Monica did because she talks about because we were just talking about we need to start being more positive with the kids." Yeah, because you know, on that too. kids. Yeah, totally. Anyways, so that was a really good one. But yeah, um, she's she is one of those ones though. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, that, I was just going to say, like, she and, you know, Jennifer Finlayson Fife and... Uh-huh. Oh, gosh, like, I feel like oh, even yeah, saying this... Good. Yeah, there's still so many like that, too. Kind of like the expert ones. Um, uh-huh. Those are ones I've had to listen to, like, five or ten times, you know? Um, that Seriously. That really taught me stuff. And Ralphie and Jennifer have been, like, have changed my life, honestly. They've been... Yeah. Yeah, two people that have really, truly changed my life completely. Ralphie? Mm-hmm. From the um, Simply on Purpose. She's the parenting one. Oh, is that her name? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, was, I can't remember her name. I'm a loser. But I know what podcast Um. Okay. We all know people by okay. their handles, you know? Yes, exactly. That's sad, but it's true. It's true. Um. Okay. What do you love about what you do? Um. I love feeling like... I'm a broadcast journalist <laughs> in a yeah, weird way. Yeah, for sure. Like, I love, I don't know. I like, I, I, I like feeling like I'm doing something that I somehow, you know, used to play out when I was little doing. Um, and that's yeah, fun. Sure. And I love connecting with people. It's awesome. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I bet. My community is small, you know, but I, I genuinely mm-hmm. feel like I have real friendships there and people, I feel like we really get each other. So that's what I love the most about it, I'd say. Awesome. So, well, it says what are your priorities, but I would say, um, how do you, I guess, what are your priority, priorities and how do you prioritize it? Mm, I know. You know what I mean? That's like always the elusive question that I like seem to ask each person on the interview, you know, on the podcast and they have a hard time answering it. And so would I. Yeah. Because it's impossible. I mean, I think since starting the podcast last September, my house has been like practically a train wreck. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I doubt that. Oh, no, it is. I mean, I literally have like six loads of laundry to put away right now. And before that, they were just a mountain for a week you know um laundry I know I hate laundry and dishes and I actually love a clean house like that's really important to me yes but that's a priority that I had to like put way down on the list so I yeah like so my house is a lot messier for sure and I try my best not be embarrassed about that when people come over but I do get embarrassed um yeah (laughs) totally get embarrassed um, like, I've got people to interview, okay? Lay off. I know. Uh, <laughs> gosh, I don't know. Because of that, I think, you know, some some little things, like perfectionist things, like a spotless house has to go to the wayside. Reading mm-hmm. has gone to the wayside more, which I hate. My blog went to the wayside yeah. for a while. Like, a lot of things just had to give. Um, yeah. Sleep, all that. But I'm doing better now at cracking through things a little faster so maybe they're not 10 hours per episode now to edit and Mm -hmm. all that now it's like five so um yeah so how do I do all of it I don't and there are plenty of drop balls all the time and I forget things (laughs) like crazy and all of of that but I would say my life still feels a lot richer despite all that like I feel a lot happier overall good good I love it. What is, um, what is your daily routine? Uh, yeah, it's changed because my husband started a job that makes it so he leaves really early now at five 30. And that's when I used to get up and go exercise. Uh, and you know how important that time is, right, Emily? Yes, I do. Yes, that I do. It's been <laughs> such a huge shift for me. Um, it's been really hard for me to figure that out. Um, so right now I still try to get up around six when he goes, mm-hmm. um, and I 
try to do like a little meditation, which sounds so mm-hmm. woo woo, but I, it's been helping me. Um, and good. Yeah. And you know, I, I read my scriptures and then I try to do a little work or like stuff around the house. And then like, before I yeah. know it, the kids are up, you know, at seven. So what time I got, do your kids wake up? Yeah, they seven. wake up at seven oh five, seven ten. But um, it just feels crazy, right? It's just crazy. I I feel like we just run, run, run. We I feel like we're not yeah. home even till lunchtime, if not you know later. And then it's yep. naps, and I try to work during nap times and quiet time, which honestly ends up being usually like a half hour to hour of actual fruitful work. <laughs> yeah, you know, I bet with lunch. Yep afternoons you know I don't I try to not my kids have two days a week where they do things in the afternoons we don't do too much that way um Mm -hmm. and then you know all that stuff bed dinner I mean it's just it sounds so stupid but that's like I don't know it's just crazy right (laughs) it's hard to explain crazy (laughs) but once I go down yeah it's like then I work I just that's what I try to do as soon as whenever they're sleeping. So do you ever get any, do you ever get any just downtime? I, I kind of consider, I still, oh, you like in the mornings, I still go work out. Um, either I'm going, I mean, I have to work out less honestly than I did before. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer for me, but it's been really good for me to challenge myself to not yeah. be so hung up on the minutes and all that. Um, yeah. So now it's like a walk or a jog that's usually split up, you know, between two different mm-hmm. rounds of running kids to different schools and or it's taking um, two of them to the gym. Um, so that 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 does fill me up. Like I like today I didn't I wasn't able to do that because I had my OB appointment in the mid morning and man, were we feeling it by five thirty. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. so my husband sent me on a walk when I got home. So, yeah, that fills me up. I think walking so do you. being outside. Yes. I know you love nature. Yeah. I need it. You. Yes. You do you have a babysitter to help with all of the madness? Um, I don't, but I want to. And um, I just barely started having um, some mommy helpers come to young sisters that are in my church. And they come twice a week now it just started a few weeks ago and they just play with my kids right next to me um that has been super helpful like I feel it's the best because they just play and play and play with the kids I'm here to handle anything that needs to be handled but I also can put on my headphones and just like knock out things so that's been super helpful yeah that is awesome it's been a blessing Um, okay Um, let's see. How have you discovered your passions and hobbies? Um, I, I think, uh, gosh. Cause you've, you've talked about this. I know. A little bit. Yeah. I about almost. About how, you know, it's kind of changed. Yeah. That's why I was just trying to think like before I would have described them differently, you know? Yeah. Before it would have been reading and music and exercise. And I think those are still part of it. But um, they've kind of shifted to new things like learning and um, mm-hmm. this working, as I'm calling it, which is this podcast, you know, and writing. So yeah. I, I think those evolve, but I'm really I don't know. I think you can't discover them without trying. And that's one thing that has really been on my mind the last few interviews that we've that I've had. And people who are in the mm-hmm. works too, like discovering your how you can be creative and what your talents are. It's just it can only come by doing, and just trying one thing, seeing how it goes, and seeing what it leads to. And even a failure is an opportunity. It really is. And that's what's happened for me too. Yeah, that's good. So true. Uh, what are your future goals? Speaking of trying things, yeah. Um, you know, I would like. I would like this podcast to grow. I, I do want a wider audience I, I, I because of what I feel it can contribute to people's lives. So I hope yeah. that for a much wider audience, I do hope to to get paid for it so that I can afford a, a babysitter. Yeah. Um, to, you know, so so I can just work, you know, a few hours a week. Um, um, 
you know, while the kids are around, because I try not to work at all while they're around. Like I, that's a huge thing for me. I try not to work at mm-hmm. all. Um, and occasionally that's had to happen, but anyway, so that's Which is really hard because they're always around. They're always there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like your kids are always there. <laughs> yeah. And I like, yeah, I just, and I, and sometimes that's frustrating and other times I'm like, well, this is all I, this is, that is, the, that's it. That's what matters most. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, sure. and it does. But yeah, those are those are big for me. But I think beyond that is it even regardless of this podcast, I just want to continue to find out what I'm good at and to use it to help others and also to help myself. Like I genuinely um, want to feel like I'm contributing financially to my family in time. Yeah. That's good. You're good at you're good at the podcast, Monica. Um, <laughs> we'll see okay. how long it goes. Yeah. So who I hope it goes long. Who have been some of your heroes or mentors that have helped you or influenced you on days where you have wanted to throw in the towel? Yeah. So, you know, we've talked about like who, you know, other people buoyed me up when I needed it, like you and my family and my husband for sure. But, you know, in terms of like other people that like, okay, they did it so I can do it. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Gosh, I don't know. I love reading um, historical fiction stuff, you know, so things like that where I can just see people mm-hmm. persevering and, and um, not even historical fiction, just history books that I, I don't know. I just love seeing yeah. people. Big Magic has been really influential to me, too, with Elizabeth Gilbert. Oh. Yeah, that book alone helped me a lot in just letting go of whatever the end product I want and just um, continuing. Hmm. Big magic. I've yeah. heard of that. It's a very good book. Um, yeah. Okay. Some of these are kind of repeats. Like how yeah, you overcome okay. your fears, your own fears or obstacles. Yeah, we can we can skip those. I mean. Okay. Um, we oh, here's hey, we haven't done this one. How do you maintain a healthy weight over the long term? Yeah, I mean that's like a whole other episode, right? Um. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I kind of talked about this in the um food um series podcasts I did. Oh um, yeah. Like on intuitive eating. But I didn't really talk about it in terms of me personally and how I've maintained a healthy weight. Yeah. Um, because that took a long time for me. I think once I started kind yeah. of eating normally and healthily mm-hmm. normally, um, I definitely gained weight, which was really, really hard. Um, but having yeah. kids kind of helped reboot things, I think, over and over again for me in a weird way. Yeah. Like, it helped my body relearn um because, you know, after restricting for so, so long, I think I really messed up mm-hmm. how it was processing things. So um, that uh-huh. took a lot of time. But I would say, like, I've been pretty stable since having kids. Um, and that's honestly probably because, well, not probably, I think it's 100% to do with not um, being obsessed with it like I was before. Like, I think my body uh-huh. knows when I'm obsessed and it holds on to things way more weirdly enough even if I eat the same thing like I yeah. think I think my body knows so letting go honestly but still you know doing huh. my best to be healthy but for good reasons as I yeah and, you know exercising for my health too and not for weight has helped me maintain yeah. a healthy weight in a weird weird way also kind of woo woo way that's good yeah <laughs> woo woo yeah it's do like you all, do you count your calories or macros uh-uh Nope. Uh, and I don't All think intuitive. it's bad. Yeah, I don't think it's bad to do that. You know, I think a lot of people, maybe they need to, to get back on track with actually having enough mm-hmm. calories but from or yeah. macros, you know. And so um, mm-hmm. I don't think that, it's not like I think that will never be part of my life, you know, for investigative purposes to just kind of, yeah. s- for goals and stuff like that. But for me right now, um, just not a good idea right now. Maybe, maybe in time yeah. as I continue to get stronger. Yeah. Yeah, it's in, just more intuitive. I, I What I do do, though, is I typically just eat three big meals a day and, like, a treat at night. I, I don't really snack. You're not a snacker? I'm not a snacker. Uh-uh. How did I not know this about you? I'm not at all. I, I am more while I'm <sighs> pregnant because it's just, like, survival mode, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Whatever sounds good, so, you just have to eat. But n- typically outside of pregnancy, I am not a snacker, like, at all. Oh my heck, I had no idea. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I'm just not. Um, okay. I'd rather eat a huge meal. <laughs> and then just 
wait until the next one. Yep. But I mean, oh, that man. might change too. Haven't. Yeah, having the fourth kid. Yeah, I mean, I'm terrible. probably. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm like just be... grabbing whatever I can. Yeah. Not oh good. yeah, I'm sure that's gonna um, change totally. Um, but then it, you get back into a routine, no? But it's just chaos. Yeah. Um. So this leads to the next question: How do you manage your daily meals and treats, especially um, with the kids? Yeah. Well, I, now I'm starting to eat breakfast on the go, like with a smoothie, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, I like to eat lunch by myself, <laughs> completely by myself. Amen. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> care if I have to wait till 2.30. Like, I'm going to eat by yeah. myself, even if you are both yes. in quiet time in your rooms, you know? <laughs> the other two yep. awake kids. So um, lunch is always by myself. And dinner, we just make the same food for everybody, and I eat that same meal i don't know treats i I don't know really good eaters you know it's funny you say that because sometimes i don't think they are but um i'm sure you know i'm i'm sure they are probably comparatively they're not super picky they don't eat everything you know but they're yeah we're pretty good though yeah we're lucky that way for sure Uh uh-huh so I can you know I can usually make healthy dinners and they'll eat them or at least I know they've had a good lunch (laughs) <laughs> or good snack yeah, or something sure. so i don't know if i would say it's lucky you're just you're really good at giving them a good variety i think too oh thanks, you know i Emily. think you taught them well maybe you don't spend enough time um, around me <laughs> maybe what i said maybe you don't spend enough time around me <laughs> maybe that's it <laughs> yeah. no way well from what, I, from what I see eat this muffin <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Um, okay, what scares you? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, you know, that answer probably used to be failure. It probably also used to be like having people know uh, my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's still something I'm working on. But I think now what scares me is just not trying. Ooh, um, interesting. You know, but beyond that, I mean, what I'm afraid of, like night and day is um, someone dying in my family. Like, uh, yeah, that's a big issue for me. I know that is for a lot of people. So, um, we've talked about this before. Yes. That's uh, yeah, number one. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. Honestly. For sure. Um, how have you overcome your own fears or obstacles? I, I honestly think like everything I've done, I've been terrified of the past few years. So just doing them. So anyway. how have you overcome? You just do them. Yep. I just, just do don't them. think about it and just do it. Well, I think about it. I probably think too much. I mean, <laughs> I stew. That is scary. Yeah. I stew. I evaluate. I second guess. I take things back, yeah. you know? Yeah. But that's, yeah. I'd just rather try it because I went too many years not. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Mm. Um, how have you overcome time? times when you've been let down yeah this is when brad put in or no wait maybe it was someone else um gosh that's hard for me because i i i can stew i can there's <laughs> the, like there's certain things like arguments between brad and i i'm like you know yeah a day later i'm like what i don't even remember that conversation yeah <laughs> yeah like there's certain things that just go whoop, out the door like as soon as i get yeah. over something it's gone 
But I guess if something has yeah. the hardest things are when you don't have like a resolution. Um, yes. Or don't feel like safe enough to press for a resolution. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, um, sure. just, just time, I guess. <laughs> time. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I feel like this um, is a long okay. time. What do you think? Should, I mean, should oh, we end it? <sighs> or did you want to go over, um, well, like, any of the kids ones? Yeah, like I'm, I'm fine doing that, but I don't want to bore people to death. Do you, you know? Oh, I don't think they'll be bored. Okay, well maybe uh, at least at least we can ask them, and then you can decide. Okay, you all right, I mean? yeah, and you don't have you to. Want to do, do that? Yeah, so just whatever ones you think people would actually want to know from <laughs> from that. Okay, this is a good one because you guys are so good at this. Well, actually, this one doesn't. This talks about your screen time. Do you try to limit your screen time in front of your kids, even with when it's work? Is that the one you were thinking of, or are you thinking of something else? No, the one I was thinking of is, do you limit your kids' screen time? And you guys are really good at that. You should talk about that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I like don't want to sound preachy, man, because it's different for every family. Like, each kid is different. Yeah. Like, truly. Um, it totally is, but you guys are really good at it. People could learn from that, including oh myself. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know what it is for me? It is um, knowing myself, though, and knowing my addictive personality. And I knew if I uh-huh. if I let it be something I turned to with my kids, that it would always be there, mm-hmm. like, all the time. Yeah. Um, so for me, like, um, and, and for my kids, I mean, they're allowed to watch maybe... 20 minutes of a show a day and that's it. So they don't really do. And we've been starting to do ABC mouse for like 10 minutes each a day if they've done other things uh-huh. first, but, um, it's just not really and a big option. Yeah. I don't know. Are they good at playing, um, by themselves or with each other? See, that's, yeah. See, that's the difference. I mean, cause we, my kids are, <laughs> that's so if they weren't, yeah. it'd be really hard. They don't hard. have any other options. I, maybe well, probably because they don't have any other options. They've just learned, you know. Maybe that's the case, or maybe it's just like neglect <laughs> that they've learned how to play oh, so well by themselves um, and with each other. Uh, but yeah, like they they play. I'm okay with my kids being bored, and I'm okay with not. You know, at first, I I mean, I do struggle with this now too, but even more so beginning mm-hmm. with younger kids, I felt really guilty for not constantly entertaining them and being like on the floor and doing yes. things. But I've kind of learned like I'm not really that good at that. I'm really good at having conversations with them, like one on one eye level things. I'm really good at reading with them, and I'm really yes, good at like. Are. Well, and you know, there's different strengths, right? Like I'm good at doing stuff with them, like getting out of the house, going on adventures and handling that okay. I'm not good at yeah. putting on a costume and playing make-believe with you. I'm not good at, um, totally. you know, like <laughs> things like that I'm terrible at and I don't enjoy. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think they need me to. So I, they just yeah. do that. They, they have a lot of independent play throughout the day. I think that's their job. That's so... Yeah, we use screens, but honestly, I I do my best to use them as a tool, and we don't ever use them, like, in the car, um, unless we're going on a long road trip. We don't do it at restaurants. We don't do it at church. But like I said, every family's different. Every kid's different. And there are needs that, I mean, you've got to do it at certain times and with certain kids and certain extents. So I have no judgment to how other people do it. It's worked for us, though. And for me, I'm sorry. That's really good. A long answer for me. I try to limit no. my screen time too because I gotta practice what I preach, right? Like, if I don't want them yeah. to be on their phones all the time when they're teenagers, I gotta show them now. And some days I'm awesome at that, and other days I totally stink. Yeah. So that's a constant that's battle. Like, honestly, that's a constant battle for me. I think it is for all of us. Yeah. Honestly, like it's just there's so much on there. Mm-hmm. You know that we either. So things we need to look much. at or want to be looking at it's just there's yeah. so much well and it's and so that's good it's you know it's hard to be a mom you know so it's like yeah. an easy way to escape and connect with people so i fight that too all day yeah but it yes. is something it's i so think true. i i i think i do a better job than most but i definitely have to work on it all the time and yeah, yeah. your podcast has helped with that i think for me 
Oh yeah. Um, well, good. It's yeah. helped me too. <laughs> it's yeah, helped me sure. too, right? I've had just to put it away. It. You know, sometimes just put it away. Yeah, I gotta. Put um, it in a prison. Okay, this is a good one. Okay. Um, how do you balance living in the Bay Area knowing you could get so much more elsewhere, like in Utah? I know. <laughs> I know. I'm reminded of this constantly. Um, you know, you both are. internally and externally, and in, in the best way too. It's hard. Like I, I do love living here. Um, but like half the day I love where I live and half the day I'm like, I cannot stand to be in this little teeny house (laughs) anymore with, you know, with really squeaky floors and no dishwasher and, you know, mold in weird places and paint peeling all over the place and, and not being able to fix it because it costs so much to even live in this little teeny house. So, um, yeah, how do I balance it? I don't know. I just, I'm grateful there's, there's things that even it out for me big time. I love the weather. We have really amazing neighbors. I love the running trails I have all around me. And I love um, my church congregation here. Like, they're the awesome. best. So, it's, I still feel like we're supposed to be here. And so, whenever I'm washing a mountain of dishes, I just have to remind myself of that, you know? Yes. But it might not be you. forever. We'll see. It feels right yes. now. Feels right now, is that what you said? Yeah, it feels right, um, right now. Good. Um, and this is another good one, kind of nosy, but how did you decide to have your fourth kid? <laughs> yeah, um, it was an accident. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we didn't decide. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. That was one of the ones. Like, I, I did have to consider that a lot more carefully, for sure, than I did with my others. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the transition to three was. I mean, it, it, it was pretty earth shattering <laughs> and not mm-hmm. because of the baby and you understand, right? Um, yes. it was more my other kids for me and where they were at and mm-hmm. just had to take time to make sure they were in a better place and that I was in a better place. Cause I definitely was a lot more fragile and different parent than I ever thought I would be after the third. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it just, it never felt off the table though in a weird way yeah. for, for me. So it wasn't so much of if it was more of a when. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It just wasn't off the table in my head, but um, who knows? I mean, this, this likely is the, is it. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I don't know how to cross that bridge yet, but I'm sure it's in our near future. That, ma- yep. that decision process. It's, it's a hard one. Yes. It's, it is. Cause it's kind of sad. Like I'm pretty yes. sure. Oh my gosh. Our last. And I'm like, now I'm kind of seeing like when people are like, oh, mm-hmm. like this is like my last pregnancy and this is like my last yeah. birthing experience. You know what I mean? All that stuff. It's like, oh, it's like you're like closing a chapter. It's kind of weird. Uh, yeah. Like a the so huge chapter hard. ever. Yeah. yeah that's going to be hard for I me mean, to but you still go. have all these, you know, you still have all these kids to take care of. So I, mm-hmm. I, I can't think about it too long because it's like. Yes. My brain can only take too much. But still, I can see why people get that sad, like, oh, yeah, like my baby, you know? Yeah, I'm sure I'll um, always want okay. another baby, but maybe not another I three-year-old. Know. So that's what I'll have to yes. remember. Totally. Okay, you've mentioned having some challenging, challenging children. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, it's one of those things I've I've kind of alluded to, but I haven't gotten really specific. And same thing with Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I could talk about my kids all day, every day. Like, they could be the yeah. total center of what I do on my public um, profiles. Totally. And my blog. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't feel right about it for our little family. Yeah. So, like, I yeah. want to go more into what those specific challenges are. But, um... You know, I just think every kid is challenging, honestly. I really do. Mm-hmm. I do think, though, that two out of the three of mine so far have been especially challenging, but that might change in 10 years. I mean, they may totally flip. And so I like don't mm-hmm. want to label one kid as the really hard kid or one kid as the special right. needs kid, too, when that, totally. could, that could totally change and be in flux. So there there are some things like that, like that could be genuine um, like special needs issues that we've been dealing with for a long time. Yeah. But um, like I said, I, I'm not going to be specific about that publicly because I don't know for sure. And I don't, 
want that kid to be labeled as that kid until we know good and certain totally. what they're like. And that might not happen for like 20 years, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows how sure. they're going to turn no, I out? I think that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's smart. But if totally people fair. think they're like dying with pa- parenthood and like ways they never thought they would. And I hear you <laughs> and I've been there. So it's hard, but the best thing. Oh, man. So. Yeah. Totally. Parenthood. Parenthood. So humbling. humbling. In the best ways, doesn't it? Yes. The the ways you couldn't even imagine. Worst ways. Yes. The best, hardest ways, I guess. Exactly. Okay. Do you think that's good for the above and then do some rapid fire? Or do you have any others you wanted to cover? No, I think that's good. I mean, one I thought about, like, people were asking about, like, food with the kids or treats with the kids that I had forgotten to, um, talk about like really briefly when I went off on some tangents but um like I said you know I feed the kids what we eat and that's kind of the same thing I keep breakfast pretty simple like usually cereal Mm -hmm. but not sugar cereal like I try to limit how much sugar they have but I'm not like this is evil or like this is bad for you like I don't even talk about that stuff I just feed them what I feed them and they have a treat every day but they know it's going to yeah. usually come at night. Sometimes it doesn't. And they seem pretty fine with that. Like, they don't ask for treats all day because I think they know they get it. Um, Do they snack? Yeah, they totally snack. Yeah. But um, I usually am like, hey, I, well, how about you just have a banana first and then you can eat that, whatever else you want. But I don't really, I don't keep okay. a lot of packaged snacks, though, at all because I'm cheap. Oh, uh, Okay. I would much rather just make them. I know. I would rather make them a triple batch of muffins and freeze them and just keep pulling those out and feeding those and apples and bananas and cheese and crackers (laughs) and carrots. Mm -hmm. You know, like they, you know, sometimes I'm like, yeah, have some carrots first. Then here's a, here's a muffin if you want or crackers, you know? Yeah. But I'm I'm just too cheap. And, and also like the woo woo stuff keeps coming up. I'm kind of, I'm pretty much, I, I'm, I've always been a little bit of a hippie ever since I was little. So I don't want my kids to like be fed with chemicals, but I'm not going to like, well, meaning I'm like, um, I don't like to get them packaged stuff either because I'm like suspicious of the chemicals in there, but I'm also not going to like run across the room and, um, hit an Oreo out of their hand or a goldfish, you know? Right. Totally. Yeah. Or like slap it away. No, that's smart. I think that's good. So I don't know. Yeah. No. Get that out of your hand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> Anything good. else you want to talk about that? No. I mean, yeah, that's good. And you don't have to answer okay. all these. I mean, or ask all these. Whatever. I think these are fun. Okay. Yeah, rapid fun. fire, Monica. Okay. So that means. Rapid fire. Here Shut we go. Up, Monica. Okay. Yeah. Favorite coat. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? Rapid fire questions, Monica. You ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, favorite color? Green. Try not to talk. Solid. <laughs> What's at the top? I, I try not to talk, like to explain every answer. Oh, okay, rapid fire. Here we go. I'm tr- okay, favorite no, You're food. doing great. Uh, I think pizza. Hmm, surprising. Favorite treat? Oh, yeah. Uh, chocolate or ice cream. Okay. Um, where you want to travel to the most? I want to do the Alps. Oh, I really want to see. Fun. Yeah, I really want to go to Switzerland and all that. I want to hike a lot there. Where would you live if you could? Um, I think my family's going to hate this answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's a hard one. I'd say maybe where I live, if it were like... 25% as much as it is now to live here <laughs> expense wise a little cheaper yeah yeah because it's still close to everybody so I don't know maybe yeah. maybe Austin honestly I would love to live there or Salt Lake too in Boston um, Austin Texas oh Austin oh that'd be cool yeah I loved it there okay favorite book oh now I want to say London sorry for the last question London okay favorite oh, okay. book well, Harry Potter, I'm sorry. I'm not that intelligent now. Oh, yes. I knew that one. Yeah. Um, top pet peeves. Just people. 
Oh, you are your father's daughter. Oh, that is hilarious. Goodness, I know. I'm turning into him more every day for good and for bad. Um, people, I just try so hard all day to not be so mad at people being so stupid. And I just mean that like insensitive, you know, where they like walk really slowly on the sidewalk or like swerve into your lane, not looking at all or, you know, I don't know, stuff like that that drives me nuts. So I. That is hilarious. That is so me as well. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Good. Um, Favorite, favorite music or band? Um, I, yeah, I love anything that has some kind of like. Um, orchestra with it or piano along with it so even if it's like mm-hmm. punk if it has some of that with it or if it's like really orchestral orchestral um i love that too um yeah anything awesome. with those. um guilty pleasures um oh gosh this one i do feel stupid about because i kind of like the real housewives and i feel so ashamed that i do and i try and there's like certain ones i refuse to watch and there are others that i'm like i gotta watch you um so things like okay probably binge watching things um yeah i like i I don't know even like west wing binge watching i love that but yeah but you're the same right i don't know sure oh (laughs) totally okay totally random question yeah um i started i was desperate for a show to watch while i was exercising and I started watching your real housewife and I'm desperate to watch orange County, but I'm like, how do you watch it on? Oh, I watch don't on have Hulu. cable. Do you have cable? No, but we have Hulu. Oh yeah. See ours is on Hulu, but they don't have the newest season. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. That's the one that no. I used to like, but now it's like dirty. So I just, is it terrible? I don't know. Whatever one I was watching last week. Like, well, you're out. But I still love, You're like, done. yeah, I like New Jersey for some reason still is always oh, on my list. I haven't tried New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me you watch This Is Us. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, I just love binge oh watching gosh. shows. Like, that's my thing. Because I, I so just, much. yeah, I can just binge watch whatever series or shows I'm watching or, you yes. know, that I'm interested in while doing other things. And, you know, yes. yeah, so I love that. But. Okay. Uh, best part of being a mom. Um. Just those little moments of connection, I'd say, with them. I agree. I love that. Mm-hmm. A favorite sporting event to attend live? <laughs> Brad put that on. Uh, volleyball. <laughs> and that's really? Prob- that's probably like, yeah, that's probably it. I like Seriously, this- volleyball. Yeah, I like that one. I like watching all the other ones. I will happily go to any sporting event, but I will just talk the whole time. Wow, I had no idea. That one shocked me. Really? Okay. Yeah. Go to, yes, I had no idea you liked watching volleyball. Yeah. Um, go to stress relief. Um, I'm like forgetting what my life is now. <laughs> well, I guess it's just <laughs> going for a walk. I mean, that's what Brad, sh- you know, shuffled me out to do today. Like one where I'm not like formally mm-hmm. exercising. So I'm not even putting pressure on myself, just like getting outside and listening to something and walking. And I love listening to Adele and Coldplay. Like for some reason, those on the oh, walks, like, yeah. those help me. Yeah. When I'm really stressed yeah. out. Uh-huh. For sure. Three people to follow on Instagram who might not, who we might not know about. Yeah, I love that because there are so many people on Instagram who are like actually doing good things that deserve a yeah, much bigger are. following than they have. Um, mm-hmm. I love um, a couple of my friends. I, I've had them on the show, so I feel like I'm almost being um, like having nep- nepotism when I say some of these. But like uh, the Listening Air Project, mm-hmm. I, she's awesome. People really need to follow her. Um, what she does with like the yeah. elderly, it's probably not like super yeah. like oh, I want to be you and be beautiful like you because <laughs> she is beautiful, yeah. but she's like interviewing old people. So it's not like you want to be old and yeah. all that. But yeah, she's amazing. Uh, talk wordy to me. I really appreciate how genuine she is in her approaches and thriving motherhood mm-hmm. is another one. Lisa, she deserves a much bigger following. Yeah. She's great at teaching about parenthood. Um, and um, Julie is another one too. And uh, let me think of my what's that movie my real julie oh thanks brad julie in real life that's her julie in real life yeah 
yeah, she's another one of those people oh. that just like talks about real life issues. I'd say. Cool. Mhm. Okay. What would you change about the world? <laughs> it's like gonna be my pet peeve answer. People. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I just yeah. That, my pet peeve and that goes hand in hand. I just I just wish people were thinking about more than themselves, from big to small. Like just even changing lanes, like just actually look over, you know, or, you know, from big, small things to big things, just looking outward. I wish we could change. I love that. Favorite movie you've seen in the theater? Yeah. Brad asked this question. So La La Land, he reminded me, I'm like, what? I've been with you. So you got to remind me, I have the worst memory. Like I really have a terrible memory. I'm like, which movies was I obsessed with Brad right when we saw him? (laughs) So La La Land was definitely a huge, huge one. Um, loved it. What was another one he said? Oh, we had really a good time watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Like anything where it's the first night that it's showing and you're with a big, huge crowd and everyone's so into yeah. it. So anything like that, um, I don't care if it's serious or not serious. I really love those. And um, Brad, fun. yeah, I don't know. The Brad and I are really into movies for some reason the last few years. What? Okay, he's bringing up my first rated R movie, and my family doesn't know I've even seen one, so I'm feeling like really ashamed of myself. But um, how dare you? I know. So uh, he, I, it took me like uh, six months to talk myself into this movie. I really want to see Zero Dark Thirty <laughs> with Jessica Chastain about you know Osama bin Laden. Um. Oh my gosh. Monica, yeah. I am so out of the movie world. I haven't even heard that. Was that was forever ago. I mean, it was, I was like oh, pregnant okay. with, with my second. So, um, yeah, but I have no regrets. Mom and dad, I'm sorry. And. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so uneducated. Brad is so good at stuff like that. Yeah, he um, is. But I've kept it tame okay. though. Yeah, parents. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you sinner. Best way to exercise. Oh, um, I don't know. I, I love running. I can't do very much of it now, but, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, Uh, I, I love a good run or hiking. Yeah. I love a good hike. Yes, you do. Best way to be lazy. (laughs) Best way to be lazy is just like laying on the couch and reading or watching a show and just ignoring everything else around you. Like your responsibilities beyond children, I guess. Maybe you should wait till they're otherwise occupied. And I'm going to sneeze. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Emily. Bless you. No, it's fine. Uh, that went on like so much longer than I was hoping for you. Those were good. It oh, is so late for you. Me. Oh my gosh, it's so late for you. Um, it's fine. I want to ask you have- all these questions. Like that, I had to keep stopping myself from asking you them back. Um, That's because you're not used to being on the other end. No, also because you are like super <laughs> fascinating, and I would love to have you on, Emily. Oh my gosh, no! Yes, you no. are. Yeah, There's nothing fascinating about me. You're not. No, <laughs> no, I'm like getting mad. I really am getting I'm mad. Getting mad. <laughs> Truly, I yeah. You were so 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 nice to do it. Any anything else you can think of? Oh gosh. I should have. I should have prepared myself. No, don't. Don't. Better. I think that's enough. That's more than enough for Does sure. Does Brad have anything? No, he already contributed Has some of these. Has he been listening? Oh, he did. Yeah, he's been like a. I thought that. Listening. I thought that was good. Did, can yeah. you think of anything else that you might want to add? No, no, and I'm just sorry for all the navel gazing, but I really appreciate you being on <gasps> to help me with it. Thank you very much, Emily. <laughs> well, I hope it turns out like you want it to. Me too. <laughs> Okay, so are there like two of you left and is one of you my mom? I really don't know if that was fun for anybody else, but I really did enjoy talking to Emily at least. And I wish you could have heard more from her, but I am going to get her on the show. I really think you would love her. And um, I just want to thank you guys. Thank you again for getting us this far. Thank you for sharing the podcast, for subscribing, for leaving reviews, all that good stuff. Thank you for connecting with me on Instagram and Facebook at About Progress. And I just, I just am so glad we're doing this. And next Wednesday, we'll be back to our normal interview. 
and it will be um, with Gaynell Lynn Condy. She is amazing, you guys. She's a writer. She's a speaker. She talks a lot about uh, so many different things, including uh, faith and struggles and obstacles we all face. And I think you're going to love hearing from Gaynell Lynn. So I will see you next Wednesday for that interview. And until then, take care of yourself. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.